If you want to have good health, first focus on the foundation, what you're eating, how you're moving your body, how much water you're drinking. Once you have those things in check, once you've built that solid foundation, then you can use supplements as the cherry on top. Hey guys, it's Elena. Welcome back to 20 something. It is a Thursday afternoon as I'm recording this. Episode 19 was just released this morning. I'm a little bit early, but I was excited to record the next episode. 20 is going to be a big one. I'm thinking of ending season one after episode 20. So this might be the last you're hearing from me for maybe a month or two, but I haven't decided yet. I just got back from the gym and I'm recording this in my kitchen. I took everything out of my vitamin cabinet and I have it all laid out on the counter in front of me. And I want to walk through one by one the vitamins and supplements that I take and why I take them. This is not going to be super long because one of my main points is that I try to keep my like supplement collection fairly minimal and stick to the things for which I can actually articulate the value that I'm getting from it. Anyway, I'm going to start um, with the first and most essential, which is my probiotic. I take a probiotic every single day. I take it in the morning right before I have breakfast. My probiotic, I'm actually lying, it's not in the vitamin cabinet. This one I keep in my fridge. Bacteria are sensitive to heat and to moisture. So refrigerating your probiotic keeps it alive. For those who are not apt at <laughs> microbiology like myself, I don't know that much about science, it's not my forte. The word bacteria tends to have a negative connotation when we think about it because we think germs, but your gut is essentially populated with billions and billions and billions of healthy bacteria that help maintain a strong digestive system. So that's what protects you against inflammation and the probiotic supplement just helps to populate your gut microbiome. So that's why it's really important that at least for me, I take one every single day. I first started taking it to help with bloating Feeling bloated is a sign of poor gut health. So again, I initially started taking it because I wanted my stomach to be flat. That was three years ago. Uh, since then, I think I've learned a lot more about the full extent of the importance of gut health, the other kind of benefits of taking a probiotic. One of the big ones that I learned is for your brain. There's actually a really interesting tie between your gut and brain health so in other words mental health if you think about it your your gut is the center of everything it's like it's the center of your body it's not your heart it's not your brain your gut is where everything starts so it's very closely tied to brain health also to skin health things like preventing acne if you have a healthy gut you have a healthy mind and healthy body it's extremely foundational to your health and that's why it's a complete non-negotiable for me to take my probiotic every day in the morning I started getting really serious about it after recovering from my eating disorder again because I heard so much about the link between gut health and mental health. So that's something I've shared on the podcast. Another thing to mention is that probiotics are also found naturally in some foods. So a lot of fermented foods and things like yogurt, kombucha, kimchi. But at least for myself, I think it's unlikely that I'm getting enough purely from my food. Unless you're eating an entire loaf of sourdough bread or a jar of sauerkraut a day, it's probably unlikely. So again, I take a supplement. The caveat is that if, let's say you go to the grocery store, a lot of the cheap probiotics that you find at the grocery store or the drugstore are not high quality. And if the capsule that is like holding the bacteria is not high quality, then when you swallow it, the bacteria isn't even gonna make it alive to your gut, which renders the pill like pretty much useless. I think probiotics are one of the vitamins where I feel very comfortable splurging on and would encourage it, like because it's, you're just throwing your money down the drain if you're buying a cheap one that isn't even 
doing anything to help populate your gut. Probiotics come in different dosages, the dosage meaning a certain number of millions or billions of active bacteria that are in the pill, so it essentially changes the strength. The one that I take is 25 billion CFU, so CFU is the, the number of live cells, but honestly I think it's overkill, like usually 10 to 20 million is effective if your goal is just daily maintenance and you're not using it to try to fix like IBS or something more serious. I also, because I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting my probiotics in, I tend to reach for drinks like kombucha or like prebiotic soda, things like Olipop, if I want something to sip on um, at a cafe with my coffee, for example. The second that I have is always, always, always in my cabinet is my plant-based protein powder. I use a plant-based one for the purpose of avoiding whey protein. Whey is dairy and dairy breaks me out more than I need to be. And it's also inflammatory to the gut. So I figure if I'm paying so much attention to my gut health, it also makes sense to avoid whey. So I always go with a plant-based protein. With protein powder, I think it's really important to emphasize that this is a supplement. The word supplement naturally means it is supplemental to the high protein diet that I already eat. I have protein in every single one of my meals and snacks already, but I have found that as a woman, it's really difficult like physically to eat enough to sustain muscle growth. I just don't have the appetite for it. For me, adding protein powder into things is an easy way to up my protein intake. A couple ways that I use it most often, I mix it into Greek yogurt bowls, I put it in like protein oats, protein pancakes, protein brownies. I bake with it a lot. I tend to stick to naturally sweetened protein powders. To be honest, I don't have a brand that I stick to. I've been trying out, I try out a different brand almost every time as long as it's plant-based. But before I pick one up, I always pay attention to the ingredient list to check that it isn't packed with extra gums and additives and fillers and like artificial sweeteners. I like to keep it simple because I'm picky about what I put in my body like your body is a temple you have to be careful about what you put in it so i always look at the ingredient list in terms of flavors i don't have a favorite i've tried chocolate vanilla birthday cake like pumpkin spice one caramel and again lots of brands i usually come back to some kind of chocolate one because it makes it more fun when you're mixing it into like greek yogurt or oats number three is so i have omega-3 pills omega-3s are my beauty supplement Omega-3s are healthy fat. It's what gives you like plump, glowing skin, healthy, shiny hair, etc. Healthy fats are also amazing for your brain. You can change the amount that you take based on your needs. I, this one, I take two or three of the little capsules daily. And the biggest thing I've learned is that it's important to take your omega-3s with a fat source else your body can't process it. I don't necessarily take it always with my breakfast. I take it if I'm eating some kind of a fat source. So usually that ends up being my Greek yogurt bowl in the mornings. That's usually what I have for brunch almost every day. I also try to eat as many healthy fats in my diet as I can through salmon, avocado, eggs, things like that are really great for you. Again, this I take the pills because I know that I'm not For example, I'm not eating fish every single day of the week. So I take my omega-3s on days when I feel like I'm not getting enough healthy fats naturally. Number four is ashwagandha. (laughs) This is my... So my friends make fun of me so much for taking this. Ashwagandha is an adaptogen. It balances your hormones. It's one of the more popular ones because I use it because it calms me down. So it feels like a sedative. I take it before bed and it eases my stress. Like it literally puts me to sleep. I'm someone who's naturally inclined 
to stress too much so a lot of you guys know this like i pay a lot of attention to finding ways to lower my cortisol levels to like calm the fuck down including meditation getting enough sleep exercising the list goes on but ashwagandha helps in the evenings after a stressful day to calm my hormones so you can get it in i've seen it in pill form Four Sigmatic is a popular brand that also makes hot cocoa powder with ashwagandha and reishi. That's also amazing. It tastes so good. But I, at least right now, I have it in pure extract form. So it's a liquid and it comes with a little dropper that I use to put under my tongue. I hold it for like three seconds and then I drink water. So it's kind of fun to take. Um, the only thing with ashwagandha in terms of the timing is don't take it with food. So you should take it either an hour or two before you've had your first meal of the day or I take it at night before I go to bed. So it's like at least two, three hours after I've had dinner, you have to take it on an empty stomach. Another one that I take right before bed, and this one I'm religious about, I've taken it every single day before bed, probably for the past, I'd say for at least four years all throughout university is magnesium. And this one I notice um, a visible difference, not visible difference, but I feel it, I feel the effects. So magnesium I take right before I go to bed at night. And the main reason I take it is because I work out five to six times a week on a regular week. It relaxes my muscles before bed and speeds up my recovery post-workout. First of all, I fall asleep better and I have higher quality sleep. I feel more rested when I take magnesium. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not as sore as I used to get before starting to take it. So because it relaxes my muscles, I wake up in the morning, even after a super hard like booty day, for example, I'm not as sore. I also tend to wake up with a flat stomach because it also relaxes the muscles around your stomach. So it helps to ease bloating after you've been eating all day. The very last one that I take is inulin. This is one of my favorites. Inulin is like a white powder that looks like cocaine. It's a natural substance that's really high in fiber. I'd say, I don't even know, let me look at the nutrition label. Maybe a teaspoon or a tablespoon of this is something like five grams of fiber. It's pretty much pure fiber and it's a prebiotic. So the same way I was talking about how probiotics are important for a healthy gut, your gut needs both probiotics and prebiotics. Prebiotic fiber essentially moves through your digestive system intact. Your body can't break it down. And that applies to fiber in general, so it doesn't add any extra calories or carbs. Let's say you look at the nutrition label of something that's high in fiber, like, I don't know, some kind of high fiber cereal or oats, for example. If you look at the nutrition label and it says, okay, this thing has 20 grams of carbs, but of that, 5 grams of fiber. What that means is that your body's not actually absorbing all 20 grams of carbs, you're only absorbing 15 grams of carbs and the five grams of fiber is passing through your system completely intact. Your body isn't absorbing it. It doesn't add any extra calories, carbs, nothing. The more, generally the more fiber you eat, the less carbs your body is absorbing. Inulin dissolves completely in any kind of liquid. So I put it in my black coffee in the morning. I make like fiber coffee. Sometimes I sprinkle it on top of fruit. This just improves my digestion and helps keep my stomach looking snatched so that one's a fun little supplement that i've started adding in in the past probably just in the past year i think i learned about it the main point that i want to make from this is that you don't need supplements these are nice to have but not necessities like the word supplement literally by definition means that it is supplemental to your diet if you want to if you want to have good health first focus on the foundation focus on what you're eating, how you're moving your body, how much water you're drinking, how you're sleeping, 
once you have those things in check, once you've built that solid foundation, then you can use supplements as the cherry on top to help top off any deficiencies that you have or areas where you need a little extra of the nutrient. But again, they're a nice to have, not the necessity. I spend 90% of my energy focusing on building a healthy diet, a lifestyle that makes me feel good, makes me look good. I work out five to six times a week and then even on my rest days, I do active rest days where I walk or do a little bit of stretching or Pilates. I focus on eating 80% of my diet is extremely clean and healthy and home cooked, high in protein, lots of veggies, generally like low in carbs because I don't, I don't know, that's just the the way that I eat that feels best for me. And the other 20% of the time I treat myself to the things, the the foods that make me happy and going out to eat with friends and et cetera. But I built, I spent years building that foundation of a healthy lifestyle and I'm still trying to improve that. And only in the past couple of years, I've started adding in more vitamins and supplements again to help top off the places where I just could use a little extra helping hand. But supplements are a nice to have and not a necessity. Hey guys, I'm editing. Just wanted to pop in and ask if you could please rate and review 20 something on Apple Podcasts. I do not do sponsors on the pod and I would like to keep it that way. The only thing that I ask of you is that you leave a review on the pod. If you don't know what to say, just tell me what your favorite episode is. And if you know someone who you think would find value out of these episodes, send it to them. Send it to your best friend, send it to your mom. Ratings, reviews, and referrals are the main things that help podcasts grow on platforms like this. So it would be a huge help to help me reach more people. I'm also actively looking for more guests to have on. So if you or anyone you know would be interested in coming on and have something they're an expert about that they can talk about, you can find my email in the show notes. Just send me a quick message and I'd love to chat with you there.